Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Word up, this is 76. This is the intro to part three, and this is completely standard behavior for Chris and Stu, who have done half a job. Well, two-thirds of a job, as in the recorded intros for part one, recorded intros for part two. Then they're so busy back-slapping and high-fiving and kissing each other about how wonderful they are, they've neglected to do an intro for part three. That is what I am doing now. Enjoy. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. And yeah, we're, back. we're back. We're back. So we've been going for coming up to two hours. Yeah. And it's been easy, hasn't it? Yeah, it's, it's been, been good fun. Inc- it's been so fun. I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, really, I'm having a really good time. Apart from the fact that, like, can we just, like, Sour's, Sour's update. Um, <laughs> well, I am actually almost halfway through. Yeah. That is kind of gross. It's a honest. stellar effort. Wow. Yeah. Stellar yeah, effort. Considering, up I mean, for about three days. <laughs> you're you're so driving, Chris. I've, yeah. I've just drunk a bottle of red wine, mm-hmm. and uh, and so yeah, it's uh, it's all it's, it's becoming a drunk cast. Yeah, it's good. That's always a good thing. Way, yeah. It's like it's like right. How much? Uh, um, Five, five, hour, five hours, five hours. <laughs> that's, I, mean, I mean, that's all right, isn't it? You can stick around for five hours. Our first drunk cast yeah. was five hours, wasn't it? No, and it, and it was nuts. Well, yeah. But you like that's when you part two it, don't you? Like part two it. That was four parts. That was four parts. That's four parts. Yeah. Well, who's 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 um. That come out pit put that one out. Was that a? Um, that yeah, was a distraction was a pieces. Cast. Yeah. I do remember the. I think I listened to the. The first, because there's been a few, haven't there? But I've yeah. I've listened to the um I listened to the first one, and it's just I think um <laughs> it's just it's just good fun. I think um Chris was saying earlier, um it's it's just you know when you're not even when you're not there, you're sort of you sort of are you sort of just you're sat, um you feel like you're sort of in the room and you're kind of enjoying it, and you can imagine people just like wandering off, it's like you know maybe going for a piss in the garden or something. <laughs> or doing something I hope so. I really hope so because. Excuse me, seeing a Dorito. <laughs> my mate, um, my mate Mark, um, who owns White Room Studio and yeah. stuff, and, and uh, he said to me the other day, he said I had it on my headphones and I was I was just doing some work on my new studio, and I just found myself kind of chipping in with things, and mm. I just think, oh man, if we've got that, that's just perfect, yeah. isn't it? That the people <laughs> feel like they just want to, they're just down a pub with their mates, or mm. they're sitting here with us now, just having yeah. a chat talking rubbish and talking about top five dinosaurs yeah. and um yeah 
Yeah, is I mean there is there is a there is a, 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 a there is a structure. Yeah. Somewhat, somewhat. In order to make it, you know, digestible. It's, yeah. The, 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 but the, the core of it is generally something quite focused and passionate, but we just wrap it up with rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, no, I'm 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 having a great time. So should we move on to? Number well, I mean, I guess second to second. To yeah, last let's dinosaur. do. Yeah, let's do yeah. second to last. Let's yeah. do second to last. Did you conscious make a conscious effort not to say let's move on to a number two? Yeah. Thought so. <laughs> Thought so. Let's move on to uh, the a number. The number two. The penultimate. Which is the, the yes, the penultimate. The pen, the penultimate dinosaur, which I have on my list, and so it's the Dracorex. Right. This I have never in, heard this that one. Well, no, I hadn't. I had to look it up, and uh, it's it's pretty special. It's it's beautiful. It's a mm. it's a beautiful it's a beautiful dinosaur. So this thing, um, this this dinosaur, it kind of the reason I chose this one is because it's it's sort of the most. If you can imagine something out of, say, I don't know, the Harry Potter Harry Potter movies, or uh, it's like a Jabberwocky. It, it's got this. It's it's just the most beautiful thing um you got it on your laptop sure mate. yeah Show bring me. it up so um it was from the late cretaceous period of uh, i think it was like north america it's one of it's one of the sort of later dinosaurs so this one wouldn't have been around as long as say i don't know the t-rex or the yeah, argentinosaurus yeah. or something so this was a little bit later um and it's its head it kind of looks like its head is like exploding into flames out the back and yeah, Chris has just gotten a picture up and she's he's showing it to Sue. Again, this is something that like I highly recommend googling because look at this, look at this head. Right. I mean, that's an aggressive head, isn't it? Yeah, you'd think absolutely it was a fantastic. Um, and a little bit of me is like I was looking at it and I was like, I'm sure this is this is real. I mean, like I I looked it up and it 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 I it does because it was so it looked like something out of like a Jim Henson movie or something. Yeah. It was, you know, like, a, like it was a proper animatronic looking thing. And I was like, this can't, this can't be real. But I looked it up and it, it, it is. Um, they were discovered in the Hell Creek formation of South Dakota by three amateur paleontologists from Sioux City, Iowa. Um, and I mean, it's not, it wasn't very tall. I don't think it was, it was quite a small thing, but it was this, it's the skull that was discovered. I mean, That's like a scary looking thing. It's absolutely gorgeous, really, really beautiful. Um, and I just had to, I had to bring it up. Um, and sorry, yeah, no, I'm getting distracted because I'm just looking at photos of it on the laptop. <laughs> um, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing. Um, so it was a herbivore, which is quite. You wouldn't think when you when I had to look it up because it, it had Rex on there. I thought it was part of um, our other friends. Yeah, so uh, so did I. I was like, oh, it's it's, it's going to be sort of another, you know, from classification, it will be classified into sort of the Rex the Rex family. Doesn't eat meat, huh? Doesn't huh? eat meat. No, it's herbivore. Um, and it had uh, hornlets and spikes, and it was compared to this dig. This is oh, the dinosaur names. Seriously. Stigimolok. <laughs> Stigimolok. Um, and, I mean, it had a flat nodal skull. Most prominent feature of the Decorix is the huge and unrestricted superior temporal openings. Uh, again, this is something I'm I, I'm reading out because this is all quite specific. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't want to... I mean, it's, it's difficult to kind of... 
like maintain this kind of information because it, it is it is it's but it is it's absolutely amazing um and i mean yeah i mean literally just just google it look it up and enjoy because this thing is it doesn't it honestly doesn't look real the other dinosaurs are amazing to look at but you can totally imagine them sort of walking the lands but this thing it looks like it was like made Spielberg up conceived, just kind of, yeah just kind exaggerated of it for a yeah film. to make it to exaggerate a look um what was crazy when i looked this up and i think this is on wikipedia is that and this goes back to something you said earlier jess that when mm. you discover the di- dinosaur, you get to name it, right? Mm. So we talked about the Argentinosaurus. Is it Argentinosaurus? The bit Argentini- Argentinosaurus, right. yeah. Pretty boring name, right? Yeah. This one, Draco, 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 Dracorex Hogwartsia. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Meaning, Dragon King of Hogwarts. I'm <laughs> shitting you not. They named it in honour of Harry Potter. Fair play. Um, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, the, which it, it, the name of Dracorix Hogwartsia was inspired by the young visitors to the Children's Museum of Indianapolis as a tribute to both dragons, um, which the animal resembled, as well as the Harry Potter series of books by J.K. Rowling uh, and the fictional school from Fantasy Series. Right. It was. It, We've I'm, got to discover dinosaurs, Joe. That's the best way to advertise hardcore listing. We'll n- name it the hardcore listing, yo. I don't know. We'll work on that bit. <laughs> some some sort of like like sort of Latin uh, like derivative <laughs> yeah. somewhere. Yeah. No. I I mean it is it's absolutely it's it's gorgeous. Um. I think the I think the I think the the dragon which it was it resembles is the oh, oh god Hungarian horntail. Do you remember the Goblet of Fire? In oh the, gosh, the, the, the crazy fourth, one the, of the badass yeah, dra- dragons. In the fourth yeah. in the fourth film, they had to battle. Uh, dragons, indeed, and Harry Potter, I believe, drew got he got the matched yeah. up with the Hungarian horn yeah. which is the most fierce yeah. of all the dragons. Yeah. And I mean, this thing breathed fire, and this thing does look like it's it should breathe fire. Yeah, it it's does. absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's I think that's where J.K. Rowling might have got her inspiration from. I mean, it's it's absolutely stunning. Yeah, it has. It's got a proper crazy skull, horn skull. Um, which I, I guess, obviously, because it wasn't a carnivore, just, it's just for it was for defence and probably for mating and looking cool. So. I can't believe it's. I I looked at. It and I can't believe this is real. I mean, yeah. I had to. I mean, the only thing that I think would kind of bring a realism to it is if you could kind of imagine what maybe it sounded like. Oh, it would sound like <laughs> wonderful, Jess Megan. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Come on. This is like. It wouldn't sound like that. Come on. It would. <laughs> Come on! Where, 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 where did it originate from? Is there any kind of um... North America? Oh, North America, really North America. A lot, a lot. Do you know North America is mm-hmm. an absolutely like it's a, it's quite a uh, it had a plethora of different um, dinosaurs that have been dug up from there. I mean, the thing is, like, if you think like the Earth, like as it is now, the amount of like land that has not been covered. I mean, we're we're discovering. Every year, every no, there's a new species of dinosaur discovered pretty much every week, right? Which means we're discovering about 50 new species of dinosaur every single Fun year. Fun fact: roughly. we've discovered about 700 so far. Yeah, it's. I mean, and and that goes. I mean, and that's in the like minuscule amount of land that we've actually managed to cover. I mean, the desert, and I mean the the working conditions in the desert or the Sahara, for example, are, are brutal. It's really really tough to discover fossils out there or to unearth fossils out there because of the heat. And, I mean, you can only do it at certain times of the year because of 
you know, in, obviously in the, in the summer, it's you, there's just no way you mm, can't, you can't. And, um, you can't dig for fossils in forests. I mean, you can, but the likelihood of you finding one is pretty slim. Um, so like we've, I mean, we've got so much more yet to find and like, I mean, yeah, fifth, I mean, I just, I, that blew me, that blew me away. 50 species a year. And each and every time you discover one, it puts another, like, kind of, it, it adds to, it, it just puts another kind of, it's, it adds to the timeline, it adds yep. to... It's fucking crazy. It, mm. Right? I mean, it is, it's mental. And again, going back to this, 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 like, the fact that, like, these things were, like, we wiped out 65 million years ago, and they were huge. And like some of them, okay, some of them were smaller. Like you got the raptors, the um, which are some of like the like the most popular dinosaurs, mm. especially in film and TV. Um, I just, I mean, I can't, I just, I, I can't believe it. And I mean, you can go to, you can go. I mean, one place you can go, which is local to, well, sort of local to here, is Dorset, Lyme Regis, Jurassic which is a fantastic, Coast the that. Jurassic Coast. Um, Lyme Regis is a fantastic place to go and dig up for fossils. There was a. A fantastic um, paleontologist wasn't wasn't I don't think she was recognised as a paleontologist at the time, but Mary Anning, and have you have you guys heard of Mary Anning? I don't know. Mary yeah. Anning was um, she was the first ever to discover discover um, the oh gosh it was uh, the the massive underwater it was the monos oh, the monosaur monosaur let me have a look is it the carnivorous one the big bad Big bad one. Um, it was it was this, it, uh, uh, the Mosasaurus. I think it was the Mosasaurus. More, yeah, Mosasaurus. Mosasaurus. I think she was the first to discover that, and she made these incredible finds. I think she made the first discovery of the Ichthyosaurus. She made she right. she was the she was the first person to discover that that a, a full kind of a, a full the full body of this, yeah, 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 of this yeah. Ichthyosaurus, um, and. I mean, she was one of the most. She's one of the now. She's one of the most renowned paleontologists. But at the time, because she was a woman, her work was not credited at all. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's um. When was this? This was oh god. Um, this wasn't. It was eighteen. Mosasaurus. It was Mosasaurus. It was she the was Mosasaurus right. that she that she found. She so she. This was back in eighteen forty seven. Uh, around that time, just before that, when she, like her life's work, she would dig and dig and dig for fossils, and she would sell um, uh, fossils um, on the seashore. And she was the uh, inspiration for the tongue twister. No way! Uh, as you no said way. that, I started saying that in my likewise, head. Likewise, likewise. Yeah. Um, what? Um, she sells she's seashells on the seashore. That's Mary Anning. Wow. That's Mary Anning. Mary a guy Anning with a lisp should was never the inspiration do that. for that tongue twister. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she was an English fossil collector, dealer, and paleontologist. Um, wow. and she made these incredible finds and she made, she made, she made a lot of money from, from the full, um, uh, the fossils she did discover that were f- like the Ichthyosaurus and the Monosaurus. Mosasaurus. Um, she was the one that made, that made those, made those finds initially. And she was just, she's absolutely fantastic. But again, Unrecognized. Totally because, unrecognized. Because, because she was because she was a woman, and that genuinely was the reason. But she wasn't allowed to join uh, the. I think there was there was a sort of a, a society in London that sort of recognised these sorts of work, and she wasn't allowed to be a part of it because they didn't take women at the time. But she was she was uh, kind of um, 
she was an honorary member. She was made an honorary member, not an actual member, an honorary member, because just because of her work and the amazing stuff she did, but because she was a woman, she couldn't be an actual member. It's ridiculous. I actually, we discovered, me and Tom Coles discovered this lady, because me and him were joking, have been jokingly writing a comedy script for ages, and it's called Dinomancer, and it's a B-movie, and it's about raising the spirits of dinosaurs, and it's like a comedy caper. <laughs> and it's on the Jurassic Coast we based it, and that's where we discovered her, and the fact that she, she, she'd done all this great work. And, that, and there's so many stories of, of um, female um, scientists and whatnot who don't get recognised for mm. their work. Yeah, there. Um, the the story, the Mary Anning, Mary Anning story is actually really fascinating, and I really highly recommend anybody that's listening to go and look her up. She, uh, she, apparently there was there was one particular night. It was a very bad storm, and she was out with um three three adults. Oh no, she was out with her nanny, and they were walking across the sort of they were walking across the cliffs of Dorset, and there was a, an incredible thunderstorm. It was really really um dramatic, and the they were they were they took shelter under a tree her and her nanny and these two other people that were sort of like wandering at around the same time they took shelter under a tree and some and thunder hit the tree and it killed all three of the adults except her they That's thought it hell. they thought it had killed her but upon sort of like you know like like they resuscitated her back to life <laughs> and they said that prior to this event she was quite a non-assuming dull person but after that, she became very animated, and like they 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 believe that this event caused her to be. I mean, the thing is, she was one years old, one year old. She was a one year old, right? So really, can you can you really say yeah. that like yeah. she was just a nothing, and then suddenly, I mean, like yeah. it's not it doesn't really hold up, but it makes a good story, and I think that's why it's um it's kind of like you know that it just it just makes it sound more interesting. Yeah. But she yeah she um she suddenly became this fascinating person she like collected fossils with her father i think his name was richard um and i think i think yeah richard anning yep that's it richard anning um he died in a landslide or something i know he there was um they say he either fell off a cliff or got caught in a mudslide but he died shortly after and her family really needed the money at that point because i mean you know with, with the death of her father they needed to they they somehow needed to bring money in, so she continued to go around and collect fossils, and that's how that's how they made their living. And I mean, she's she's an absolutely am- amazing woman. Um, so yeah, no, highly recommend Very cool. <laughs> looking her up. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah. Um. Just looking. Yeah, she did not fully participate in the scientific community of nineteenth-century Britain, who are mostly Anglican gentlemen. And she struggled financially for most of her life. Um, yeah, her dad died when she was eleven. But yeah, see, she sells. She sells by the seashore. She sells seashells. See, that's after half. She sells seashells on a seashore. Oh, well done, mate. And that's after a bottle of red wine. She sells seashells on a seashore. <laughs> <laughs> We're quite horrible to each other with our with our uh, ailments, aren't we, mate? Yeah. It's all done Have in you this. got a lisp? Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely it's so that's subtle. Not, it's barely there. I was gonna say. I mean, maybe <laughs> it's, it is, mate. Really, come on, let's be honest. But it's a, we do She's it. She's my new favourite guest. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even notice. 
<laughs> have you got a list? I would never have noticed. I genuinely actually didn't. No, it's, it's, very, it's, it's, it's so it's subtle. It's quite subtle. No, Thank you, Jess. You're welcome. You're welcome. We're all friends here. Before we get to mm. number one, yeah. Have you got any special, men- any honourable mentions? Honourable mentions? Yeah, any dinosaurs that didn't quite make it. We done this when we started. No, we we threw a T Rex in it, didn't we? Yeah, any others? I threw. Because I've got. Yeah, a few. I, I threw the T Rex in there. Um, I have to say, I was a little bit like I did feel bad. I didn't include any of the sort of avian dinosaurs, the ones that sure. flew. Yeah. Um, I didn't include the Velociraptor, mm-hmm. which I was. I mean, the Velociraptor's great. I have to admit, I'm more of a fan of the sort of. I wouldn't say lumbering because, for example, the Argentinosaurus, if, if it was in breeding season, it would have been an absolute menace. Um, because, I mean, these things were massive. There's nothing that could have, like, t- taken them down. Um, but the Velociraptor, I didn't include that, which is kind of like, because everyone knows about the Velociraptor, but at the same time, it's absolutely fascinating. The way it used to pick off the weak or the sick or the young from a group. Yeah. Um, I mean, these things would, oh my God, like, I mean, li- literally, like, okay, so you'd have one come from the front and then the prey would be focused on the one at the front, right? So you're, you're absolutely focused on the thing in front of you. And so while you're trying to fight off whatever is it, the first velociraptor, there would be two either side of you. And it would, and they, 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 this was, like this was the way they brought down prey. It was absolutely fascinating. They would come from both sides, and they would had these. They had these enormous claws that would just latch, and they would hold on, and they would bite at the neck. They knew where they needed to strike. They sound like proper cunts. They mm. were absolute proper cunts. Massive or total. <laughs> um, well, weirdly, say a, a myriad of cunts. Oh, hello. Mm. Well, a myriad. Did you say myriad? The velociraptors. Yeah. They're, they're a myriad of cunts. If they, if they, they, they acted in groups, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they acted mm. in groups. Mm. Yeah. I mean, like in uh, in Jurassic World, they had um, they they had siblings, didn't they? There was like, and then this was one of the the key things is that they had siblings, but this this hybrid dinosaur that they made um, didn't have any siblings, and and Chris Pratt was yeah, like a dinosaur like that growing up in isolation wouldn't be very functional. <laughs> That's um, right. Yeah. And that was. Um, that was one of the, the sort of because because it, it was it was an isolated dinosaur and I mean but but a lot of them were a lot of them were isolated uh, the Ankylosaurus I think we I didn't mention that one in the end the Ankylosaurus beautiful like not pati- they were big but it was the plates on their back and just Size their general of a car, look roughly. yeah yeah absolutely they they I mean they were gorgeous as well and they sort of they I think they were they were herbivores and they would they would just kind of you know they would. Um, they would be in packs. Um, that's another one that I didn't, I didn't, I would have liked to have spoken. Like I would have mentioned Velociraptor, Ankylosaurus, T Rex. They had um, that. Their towel could break a T Rex's ankle because mm. it had a big boulder on the end of it. So they're quite good at defending themselves. And they weren't. They were very good at defending themselves. Very cute face. The other thing is that yeah, they did. <laughs> um, but not not so cute when. Um, because if you if they, if you would if you were to approach one and they thought that you meant to attack, I mean these things didn't they didn't necessarily uh, attack out of defence. They would attack 
even if like something was just if they thought like anything was just coming in them they just didn't think like they didn't they, they had no negotiation tactics they weren't like okay i'm gonna back down and go away they would just swing and they had this massive club on the end of their tails and these things could cause massive amounts of damage um but i mean again fascinating another dinosaur was the allosaurus What's the Allosaurus? What one's that one? The Allosaurus looks kind of T-Rexy. Um, there was a documentary on Netflix called Big Al. It was in the series of Walking with Dinosaurs, and they talked about um, the Allosaurus, and it would um, had like you know, I mean, like the dinosaurs of that cult tend tended to build great big nests, um, and like, oh man, man, they they a turd from a dinosaur would be like a, a turd. <laughs> Right, <laughs> a dinosaur dump would be like a, a ton. pretty, pretty big. The stuff. the Allosaurus is is another fantastic one that I, 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 I like I like the Allosaurus, but again it it it's quite similar to the T Rex. So I just thought well yeah you, fair know, you can kind of almost I mean they wouldn't have existed in the same um, time yeah I think they would have turned I think the T Rex was in the Cretaceous period and I think the Allosaurus was around the Jurassic period right okay but I mean again like fact fact checking um, would be be advised here so yeah the allosaurus the velociraptor the um oh god what was the other one i was talking about sours um <laughs> and, and, and the ankylosaurus um at three absolutely fantastic good dinosaurs. shouts good shouts but we've talked we've, we've talked in depth about the t-rex yeah as well. yeah definitely i had two that i had to take out so i had to call, keep them as special mentions because they're not actually dinosaurs brilliant I mean, again, I put the Entelodon yeah. in there, and it's not—it's not a dinosaur. That should have been one of my special mentions. Fair dues. Um, Titan boa. You heard about that little gem no. of a snake? No. The Titan boa. I'm look it up. This. So with my fat, my um, obsession with B movies, I've always liked the B movies where it could be actually something that's that existed. Right. And a Titan boa existed. This. It's massive. She was a beauty. 48 foot they grew up to. 48 foot. They they lit, They can swallow you whole, no drama. No problem no at all. They could, they could eat cows, no problem at all. They yeah. were absolutely massive. And they there was a lot... If people look up the Titan Boa on Google, you can see that in one of the a natural one of the museums, they actually did a life-size model of it. And there's people standing next to it. And it is... It's like, oh my gosh, that, that would be... A very, very scary sight. Yeah. Could you um, run away from it? I don't know. I don't know if I, I haven't looked up on uh, its speed. I I think you'd have a hard time. Mm. Um, well, if you got on its back, would you ride it? Oh, definitely. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Like would. the worms in a what was that movie um, on Mars? The Worminator. No. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Um, and my other one was the Megalodon, which was a <gasps> which was the. Big the megalodon. Fuck off, you shark. The megalodon. No, no. It's the Mate. biggest shark that ever lived, and it is unreal. You think Jaws was big? Yeah, he was. Megalodon. Does it look like a shark? Or is it? Oh yeah, no! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah it does. And it, I mean, honestly, this thing—I literally, I mean, like, yeah. Do you know what? I can't believe I didn't even mention the oh, megalodon. It's—I mean, there's there's numerous documentaries on this thing because obviously, you know, with with the release of Jaws, sharks became incredibly popular, and the megal and people would sort of search, you know, what what's the biggest shark sure. that ever lived, and the megalodon was the biggest shark that ever lived, and this thing was enormous. So there's so. there's the, there's the there's a normal shark size. Right, that's a great white there, that green one. 
Right. That's a megalodon, and there's a little human being. Out of interest, what's the red one? No, that's the feet. I think that's a man and female. Mm. Oh, right. But the grey one's the larger. I don't know if that's male or female. So that's like the size of a lorry. I, yeah. It, 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 no, I mean bigger than a lorry. Seriously, mate. Um, and I'll get you a nice little picture of him. It's um, So it's, it, it's megalodon, it meant uh, big tooth. Right, it meant big yeah, tooth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, and it lived about two point six million years Carnival? ago. Carnivore. <laughs> no, actually herbivore. Interestingly. Yeah. No. Um, Strict diet. No, it only had like milkshake. People just, have said people, just there's, algae. There's, just there's, algae. There's been speculation that it's still alive, which is of course mm. there's there's it's, the, the likelihood of it mm. still yeah. at, being around now is yeah. extremely thin because this thing would have we would have seen like it would yeah. have been washed up on shore. We would have seen something of it. Um, and its size, okay, so you could quite easily just sort of walk through the jaws of one of these things. It was absolutely massive. Mm. Um, and it was, uh, it could exert a force of up to 110 to 180,000 newtons, which is 25,000 to 40,000 pounds. And it could reach 59 feet in length. Ooh. That's pretty scary. That's odd. Um, and I mean, like again, this is. I mean, this. I. I. I think. I think this is one of the most fascinating prehistoric creatures ever to just exist. Totes. Um. And, I mean, there's again. Go and find. There's numerous documentaries on it out there. Yeah. Um. I mean, you would not want to come face this thing. Could swallow you like you were just krill. Yeah. Like it wouldn't even. It might be better to come across a megalodon than, than a great white because a great white will take a chump out you and then come back for you, whereas a megalodon might just swallow you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, big? you'd see it and you'd be dead on on seeing it in the water. You'd you'd have a heart attack. I'm pretty confident. Yeah. No, I, that's what I think. I think literally you just die of fright. You would. And that would you'd be die fine. Of fright. And then it would just eat you. It's so big. It um, was. I mean, a tooth. I think a great. So a great white's tooth. I mean, again, not very podcast friendly. Like, say a great white tooth make me about the size of, the size of your hand. I mean, this thing mm. was about two to three mm. hands. I mean, Jess's got hands like a goalkeeper. They're, <laughs> it, they're obscene. <laughs> I've got baby hands. Um, and, I mean, yeah, I mean, to be honest, like, you could probably do a, you could, you could do a, a, a podcast on the Megalodon just on its own because yeah. there's so much information on it out there. Um, and, I mean, it's absolutely fascinating. There's one thing I do want to um, talk about, not in re- not in uh, relation to megalodon, but I wanted to talk about. Uh, I mean, I know it's uh, in. Uh, I wanted to talk about the um, the Jurassic in the Jurassic Park movies. Uh, are we doing, are we talking about? The t- we've talked about the T Rex, and this is kind of something yeah. that we yeah. I wanted to sort of mention because it's absolutely fascinating. So in the Jurassic Park movies, they uh, when you watch it, it still really holds up, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone's watched it recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the, the the effects still really hold up, yeah, totally. and that's because the dinosaur, the T Rex, is. Um, I mean, none of its none of its CGI. There's go motion, like the longer scenes where the dinosaur's running. Funny. There's go motion, but the actual T Rex is a fully sized animatronic built by a guy called Stan Winston, who died quite sadly when he was quite young, and. Um, now he's got this school, but he basically built uh, he built the Terminator, and he was in the Terminator Two. He's worked with James Cameron, um, and he's done. He, I mean, he did a lot of the famous animatronics that we know today. I think he had a part in ET. Um, so anyway, they um, they built this they built this massive um, animatronic dinosaur, and um, 
so this thing, this this thing had was basically like a giant metal structure, and it had skin like this, this this very thick sort of almost foamy skin that would stretch over this this metal structure. And in the scenes where it rained, um, it, this thing would get waterlogged. Right, the skin would just and it would just malfunction and stop yep. working. And so what they had to do was they had to they would spend hours and hours and hours drying this thing off, go again, go again, go again, repeat until end of scene. Um, and every so often the film crew would be doing their thing and and every so often this thing would malfunction and it would start moving oh, and God. they would all scream and run off even though they knew it was yeah, a yeah, giant yeah, yeah, robotic yeah. dinosaur um and oh my God. and the tr- and i mean the raptors the raptors would do were guys in suits right so it was a three piece right. suit so they would i mean it was i think it was so you had the body and then you had the head and then you had the feet um, but anyway, you know, the T-Rex, there was, I think there was one particular, uh, incident where, um, the, I think the skin came off or something happened. Basically, occasionally it would split and you'd have to go inside the dinosaur and glue the thing back together, glue it, to glue it back down. But inside there were and these then crawl out of its sheets. <laughs> Almost. Um, Stan, I think it was Stan Winston said, I've got to go in, I've got to glue the stuff, I've got to glue it down. Um, but... If the power goes out, it'll malfunction. It'll just cut me to ribbons, right? Because the me- these metal sheets were just like... I mean, it just oh slice you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets in the dinosaur, and what happens? What happens, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> the power goes Bloody out. The power goes out. So he just has to fucking, like, crawl... Like, like curl into, a, into the fetal position and hope for the best. Luckily... It didn't. Nothing. It it didn't. Ha- it nothing happened. But he had to tentatively crawl out of the mouth. What? In order for like in order like I mean because literally if if this thing had started moving, yeah, he would have just died. died like yeah. there was just there's he just wouldn't have had a shot yeah. unless he like unless he just literally like crawled into unless he just like kind of curled into a ball. Um, and that. I thought was just one of the most amazing things because it, it takes you back to the fact that before we had Jurassic World, which don't get me wrong, I think a lot of people criticised it for the CGI and one of the most nostalgic and beautiful things about Jurassic Park was that it was all animatronic and yeah, we yeah, knew yeah, how much yeah, effort went yeah. into it. Like, it it was, I mean, like, what was I saying? I got too excited. <laughs> like, we, we were talk- I was talking about Jurassic that World. That was the beautiful thing about it. It was the beautiful thing, it? is that we, we had, yeah, because we, like, the animatronics were so lifelike and so beautiful and so real and i just i mean i just had to had to bring that to i didn't know any of that and also can you imagine if he did get eaten by a t-rex but it was a robot t-rex he designed i mean that would go up in number one strangest deaths of all time it's going to the darwin awards that's the best (laughs) (laughs) it would be wouldn't it but wow, wow! Crawling out of the mouth, potentially I mean, malfunctioning. Jesus, too, that's I mean, like, I mean, like, what a job! Yeah. What a job! Yeah, More yeah. than my job's worth, really. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I just had to, I had to like put that out because I, I, I read that and I was like, no fucking way! <laughs> I can't believe that. That's what I mean. It's the Spielberg movies, like that. That's what they worked so incredibly hard. But mm. there was a passion there, like the, the the people that worked on these films. Genuinely, they really, really wanted these things to come to life to the point where they were willing to like i mean i just no way if someone said well malfunctions you might you might die i just could and the, and the, and the sheer bad luck the act that all the power yeah, does yeah, go yeah, out yeah, yeah anyway yeah no like like you know sub point stan winston 
Check him out. Check him out. Absolutely amazing guy. Really, really incredible guy. Um, so yeah. Anyway, next uh, should we do, should we do our yeah last one? Um, let's do okay, it. let's do it. Let's do the big number one. Uh- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Since 2013, Bombus has donated over 100 million socks, underwear and t-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So, number one, and we, unfortunately, we have already mentioned it. It's the Argentinosaurus. Oh. It's the Argentinosaurus. And the reason I chose this one is because it is the biggest dinosaur that ever yep. lived. The biggest dinosaur that ever lived. Uh, it was over 40 meters, which is as long as, uh, I think, like four elephant lorries. Like, imagine those four elephant lorries. That's crazy. Like, next to each other. Um, it was part of the Titanosaur group of dinosaurs. And its remains have been found in... Clacton. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck with me. No, Argentina, that beer's kicked in on you, mate. He's a fucking Clacton. No no way. (laughs) It was was Argentina. Argentina. It was Argentina. Right, thank you. Catch up, mate. Bloody hell. It was... uh, was was (laughs) 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 You Right, um, it was 77 tons, which is the equivalent of 17 African elephants. That's mad. Um, And it's, yeah, it's also the longest dinosaur. It's also the largest land animal to ever have lived, ever. It it, it basically... 77 tons. I mean, that's probably the the biggest one. That's Mm. like, you know, a fully grown male. Mm. Or even a female. Sometimes the female were... Females were bigger. I'm I'm not too sure. But the Argentinosaurus was... Just magnificent. The the size of this thing was incredible. It's imbo- it embodies a, a, one of the biggest fascinations with di- with dinosaurs is is Skyl and Sal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And and that that's the uh, boss of all of them. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I sort of like because I never looked up the biggest dinosaur. Mm. I I mean, like, there's a lot of superlatives where it's like the biggest carnivore, the mm. biggest, and I was the biggest kind of like you know mm. sea like. Like sea sea dinosaur, um, and 
I mean, I just, I just, the, the biggest dinosaur, and I just like, and, I, and eventually it came up, and I was, and it, this, this thing lived somewhere between ninety-seven and ninety-three point five million years ago, um, and it was during the late Cretaceous period, um, so it wouldn't have even, yeah, again, wouldn't have been around that long before it would have been wiped out, and, um, I mean, I think there's a reconstructed skeleton. Well, there's, there's, they haven't. I don't think they have a full skeleton, but they've got one in Senkenberg. What is that? I don't know. Senkenberg. Senkenberg. Just next to Clacton, mate. <laughs> <laughs> next to Clacton. Uh, Frankfurt. Frankfurt, okay. In Germany. Um, and, yeah, they, they, it was found by, in 1987, by, it was not found in 1987. It's not that so long ago. So it was actually ago. Yeah. not that long ago. No, 30 uh, years. In it, by a rancher in Argentina who mistook the leg for a giant piece of petrified wood. Um, and a, and a vertebra, discovered the vertebra was also found and, um, yeah, absolutely massive, huge. Um, they are, yeah. I mean, literally, like you, you get these paleontologists lying next to these, the femur of these, of these things. Yeah. And they don't even the femurs are bigger than them. Uh, and I'm, I, yeah, I just, I just, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was, I love it, Argentinosaurus. The smile and joy in your face there, I Jess. Know, <laughs> I know, I know. It's so, it's, it's not even. I'm not even. I don't even think it's nerdy. I think. I think anyone that just loves dinosaurs just like it's just I just can't believe it. Like yeah. it, it, these things used to walk the planet, and, and they're amazing. so different to us. They're so different to anything we've got. And like you say, like that, when that meteor hit, that completely changed the face of this planet. Like mm. what then grew after was so different to what mm. was the, the, at the time. Mm. Oh God, yeah. I mean, I'd love to see one of those things in real life. You know, I'm not saying we should we should try and recreate them. In a in a, cra- in a crazy old world, I love to see it. I um, me and Pip did a VR experience what? ages and ages ago, like virtual reality. Right. And um, the very first thing I did um, was put the headset on, and I was standing in this huge corridor hallway, and um, I'm like, oh, what's, oh I don't know what's going to happen here. And it really, now thinking about it, it, looked like one of the hallways in the Natural History Museum. It's very ornate the architecture and at the very end of this corridor it was about 50 metres away uh, a T-Rex pokes its head around the corner no way. and then it walks up to you Whoa. and even though I knew it wasn't real yeah, you and were. it comes up and it screams in your face my it, heart went museum style that's yeah. amazing sorry sorry, yeah, yeah. sorry where was that so we did it um, I reckon um, so we did it uh, somewhere in go- like Google headquarters basically in London and but the the thing it was on the I think it was on the is it just called Google? So you added <laughs> headquarters to make it sound like it was something really oh, fucking oh, undercover. Mate, yeah, I was at Google HQ. <laughs> Google headquarters. Yeah, no, no, I can make it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me clearance. Fucking hell. Google headquarters. Fuck off. You ain't that important. See what I'm saying? Like, I'll say something. You don't have a go at me. Don't. I love the fact that you turned up at Google headquarters. They refuse to fucking diplodocus, <laughs> but it's like. Chris <laughs> Come through, mate. <laughs> it's the head office in London, and it is right. that building Amazing. is insane. Like we can even figure out how to operate a lift. <laughs> I'm not joking. And you walk past all the rooms, and they really are like these big, massive rooms with bean bags everywhere, and everyone's drinking mockers. But no, it was it was crazy in there, and we did it there, and it was on the Oculus Rift. And it was just a demo of what virtual reality can do. And it blew my bloody mind. And I was like, okay, sign me up for more of this. So to get an idea of what dinosaurs are like and to feel amongst do them. Do you want to 
sign up for more of that. What VR? Oh yeah, I'm going to do loads more of it now. Me, me and me and Pip played um, that Resident Evil Four, uh, Resident Evil Seven that came out. It's a horror movie game. Oh, it was fantastic. We're screaming the house down. Oh, what do you think? What do you think? What, you do gaming and shit because I don't. I I'm not I'm not I'm not a gamer. No, I do. I have a oh, I have a lot of gamer friends. Um, <laughs> I remember most recently. I think the most recent horror sort of based game I played. Not well. I played a little bit. I'm just such a. I just wet my pants. Um, Silent Hill. Oh yeah. Um, there was a sort of uh, demo. Okay. I don't know if you. There's basically like you sort of you go into a hall and you go around and you got to keep and then you find the door and you keep going around. You keep going around and yeah. each time something changes. Yeah. Yeah. And then eventually something. And I'm just. I'm signing out. I can't. Yeah. But no, it's I'm good, not. I'm demo. not a gamer. No, I've I've played. Um, when I was a kid, I kind of was, but I never played any of the classics. But recent, mm. more recently, I played Zelda and Zelda Ocarina oh, okay. of Time oh, and all good. that, and Wind Waker and stuff like that. And oh, it's just lovely, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you get you, there's like the Legend of Zelda symphonies that come to London. And you can go and watch the music, and I'm oh, a big right. fan of the music. Amazing. Um, but no, I'm not a, I'm not, I'm not much of a. I'm actually, I've never done anything virtual. I've never done any VR stuff. Um, I'd love to. And be worth it for the dinosaur. Well, I, I, went, I went around Pips because they're, they're just a couple of geeks that just fucking nerd out over that. <laughs> and so they wanted a kind of hybrid of Grandpa Simpson and Danny Dyer to, to have a look at it. <laughs> and it did blow my fucking mind. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Wait, and who's got? So he's has he got? Has Pip got? Yeah, he a got VR given set? one. He's got the VR PR oh, set. One. Yeah, no, did was it? I think he. Yeah, he mentioned he went on a like he went to some gaming event. Was that where he got it from? Or? Uh, no, it was similar though. It was along oh, the okay, same right, around the same right. time. Yeah, no, no. It, I, I would love to. I would love to give it a go. And I mean, something like that <clears throat> sounds absolutely perfect for me because yep. I mean, I'm just obsessed with dinosaurs. So, yeah. Um, like I would. No, I'd love to do it, but I've, I've never tried it, and I, I've seen people online. In these headsets, just like someone on like a roller coaster, you know and they're what? freaking out. Whatever you uh, see pre- on the previous screen. guest, Brad Pickett mm. put a video up today on Instagram. Literally before you got here, I was just scrolling through my Instagram, and yep. Brad Pickett put a, um, a a video up of him freaking out because he looked like they just put it on his head for the first time and he didn't know what was going on. But do you know what? I was talking to one of our listeners uh, um, about two weeks ago, and. And we were talking about stuff like this and the evolution of technology and, and, and stuff like that. And, do you know what? I, I, I won't say sex robots, but robots. Oh, this is going to take an interesting turn to close mm. the, uh, to close like, the podcast. But, but these kind of maniacs mm. that are buying lifelike robots. Yep. I don't know. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, um, I mean, I don't know. It's just that it's a different, it's a whole different world, isn't it? I don't think it's that. I think the sad thing about that is the isolation. Is that, are we going down a road now where, because technology can bring us quite closer together and it can connect us with the rest of the world. It's a really great thing, yeah, social but, media. But it can also but, isolate. And yeah, yeah, if you've yeah, just it's... got a sex robot, I mean... What, no, what, no, what, no, what no, are you getting you know out of life? You're just in a, you're not building any meaningful no, relationships. No. You're forgetting. Yeah, but you're not going to build a meaningful relationship with a, with, a, with a robot, right? Mm. And like, and and so. Well, I think people have tried marrying them already. But, so. but the, the, the fast, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> honestly, you know, do you know I'm, I'm too drunk to be having this conversation. Mm. But mm. the fast track sell on these robots at the moment is sex robots, right? 
That, that's what's making the press. That's what's making yeah, the kind it, of... Well, sex will always thing. be the taboo thing that everyone talks about. Right. Yes, yes. And, like, yeah. and that's, that's dark, man. Like, the whole kind of evolution of robots and, and I don't know. It's just Technology, the internet, massive, massively pushed forward because of, you yeah, know, you for porn. You, you still want to look someone in the eye and, and have a chat and... And, and kind of feel a human touch and I think there's, so there's, I think that's what I mean about the isolation of it I'm not yeah. gonna, I, I'm not here to preach I don't know enough about it I, I think that we're looking at it from a position where we come from and it's completely alien to us in the future maybe not it's all leading towards the far, it's, it's, it's speed isn't it everything's like fast exactly. everything's instant yes. instant gratification yes and, and like and fast kick and mm. like and this yeah it's not a real, that, 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 that's the sad thing isn't it? Yeah. have yeah. you ever seen the movie Her Oh no, that's with Jacqueline Phoenix, right? Jacqueline Phoenix, yeah. Harkin Phoenix, he falls in love with um, the, a robot who has the voice of Scarlett Johansson. And that is a fucking, like, mm. genuinely, get out there, watch it. It's a fantastic movie. Mm. It's really, really good. And it is kind of, it's what I would perceive to be quite an accurate representation of the sort of thing we might be heading towards. Mm. Um, I can totally imagine people developing. Uh, personal relationships like really intimate personal relationships with these people with these um even i mean it's not even she's not even a robot i think she's just a voice Mm. um on his phone and he falls in love with her and she falls in love with him and there's this one really alexa go to sleep (laughs) as you were And there's this one really awkward scene where they both find, um, a, the, well, he finds, or she finds a girl, like a, a physical, like, human girl, to um, kind of be the represent the physical kind of manifestation of, of her, her voice. Yeah. And he's supposed to have sex with her, and he can't do it because it's not her. It's not, mm. it's not you know, mm-hmm. his beloved. Um and it, you know she sort of starts crying and and oh it's it's just genuine it makes you feel really really uncomfortable um and i can i i can totally like i i can see things going that way mm. um but in this i don't know it's it, you know it's it's a funny thing because i have thought about it but getting it's, one it's I've, yeah i've thought about getting a sex robot and do you know what like i mean it seems i mean i don't have to interact with humans ever again because exactly. i hate you all <laughs> um it, it, but yeah no i re- highly recommend watching that movie and i think i think that's that's a really good like kind of like litmus test for what we what, what they've done that on blade runner 2049 they they t- start tackling the subjects of love and what is love between different different yeah. creations yeah. and but you know firstly in the first blade runner they did it between what was potentially a human who mm. was Harrison Ford and an android, mm. effectively, and then you, this one they take it even further between an android and a computer program, and whether or not they're actually in love, is it a real relationship? Can is is it is it right? Do we have a right to judge? Yeah, exactly. What, you know, and then but that's all the same. These are all the same points. These are the, the you're drawing parallels to things like. You know, people using a sex robe. It's effectively masturbation in one way. Yeah, I was it. about to say, like, you know, sure is, is. Is, 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 you know, can, can we can we compare it to maybe I don't know the use of like you know dildos or yeah, sex exactly, toys? Yeah. Um, 
and I think you know all of us. What we really, I mean, what what we, everyone really wants is like physical affection. And mm. like, it's you know, a simple, the intimate, intimate touch response. Of an yeah, being. absolutely. Mm. Um, so I mean, can a robot? I mean, this is and this this gets into the sub, the kind of tricky subject. Can a robot have a soul? Can it ever? I mean, there's um there was uh, there's I think it was um oh gosh I can't remember who it was that was interviewing. Um, but it, it's a, a quite a, a famous a famous name was interviewing a, a robot and he was sort of saying you know do you have a soul and she was like oh I, would, I don't have a soul now but one day I, I'm I'm hoping that I will and it's it is and it is it's a, it is kind it feels ominous but I mean again it's sort of like you know I, I don't think anything will ever really over I don't think anything will really be having like a real a real human person with with the warmth and the kind of like the conversation and well because of evolution because that's what we're designed yeah. to have right i mean we we're highly highly adaptable things humans mm. so that's how we do adjust it's also why we do very, some very strange things at points but mm. so they could be but ultimately we're built towards that connection with another person mm. you know and 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 i know it might be difficult to it's a truth well, thing, was, I was about to say, like, you know, do you ever think, you know, it will ever replace that? You come out to cinema with your partner and you, 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 you talk about the film you just watched, you're holding hands, you go back to the car, you drive home, you know, you get in, good night, you kiss each other good night and you have a cuddle or whatever. Can that ever, you know, I, I'm, I'm saying that that can't ever be replaced, but you think in 20, 30 years' time, is what I'm saying now going to be looked back on as like absolutely farcical? No, de yeah. definitely no, what I, you I, say I, will be well. looked back on as farcical, mate. But everything we're saying, no, I, I actually do genuinely think everything we're saying now, like because things, think everything's changing so quickly now, and it's so so difficult to mm. keep up. I genuinely feel like like in ten years' time, I might look back on what I've said today, and I might some I might see so many different flaws in the things I've said. And I think yeah. that's, you know, the nature of the conversation. It changes. It evolves so, so quickly now. We're, we're allowed to be wrong as well. You know, you're allowed to do that, and you're allowed to put have your... As long as you're your, open-minded, as yeah, we were definitely. talking about yeah. earlier in the car. And yeah. I, said to, I said to Chris, the thing is, I think the most, the most important thing is that, okay, you might be wrong sometimes. As long as you're open-minded, and you're open to the possibilities of the world, and how it is, and how it's changing, and with, you know, with technology changing sure. as it is. I mean, God, we have... We have sped up, like, I mean, it's literally like there's just been like, the internet and, and like the realization of technology and what we can do with it has just been a massive catalyst. And it's, it's, it's just like, I mean, it's mind blowing. Like if you look at how we were in the, like, and even just the 1950s mm -hmm. in comparison to now, it's absolutely it's insane. Alien. The conversation is, is completely different and it's mm. going to be completely different in 10 yeah. years. And it's yeah. going to be even more different, you know, when we are all sort of, you know, like 80 years old, it's going to be like... it's <laughs> Partnered up with our sex robots. <laughs> <laughs> Partnered up with our sex robots, you know, married and in yeah. love with our yeah. sex robots. I would yeah. have already been divorced from two. <laughs> <laughs> with robot, cyborg kids. Yeah. I'll have a tire one. <laughs> <laughs> so... I'll be like 60 with a tie robot. See <laughs> 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 so that, like, yeah, it's, I mean, like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a really fascinating, it's a fascinating subject, but yeah, definitely recommend going to watch her because it's, yeah. yeah. Did you, did you, did you ever watch the, the BBC one? Um, it was oh. yeah, and I I saw like human. Half an human. No, was it human? human? I think it was human. Being, oh, Be, no, no, being no, that human. was another one. No, that, that was, was about no, that was vampires. vampires. And no, yeah, that's a different thing. No, it, but I can't think what it was called. It was so fucking good, mm. and and it was on the iPlayer or Netflix or something like that. And we started watching it, about four episodes of it. Mm. Then they just it got 
pulled off of, of no, it just got removed from Netflix oh, or whatever okay. oh, really? agreement they'd had. So we never got to see oh, how it ended right. up. But oh. and it was just the, the woman robot, the husband kind of fancied her, mm. and, and and the son kind of fancied her, and the mm. wife was a little bit dubious about her being in the house, mm. and and it, and it, how it progressed from it. it was fucking brilliant. Mm. It was pulled. Well, like you can't it find it anywhere now. No, 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 no. It was, it was. I think it, it, it you know, it finished its entirety on on whatever TV channel it was on. Oh. But by the time we got round to it, it was only on the iPlayer or something like that for like right. six weeks, yeah. and we, we caught it on the sixth week and yeah. didn't get to finish the the series. It did look like an interesting premise. Yeah. It was cracking. It was really good. I just like to kind of see where it where it went. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of now. There's definitely a lot of. Uh, in um in film and TV, there's a lot of speculation and ideas about what the world is going to look like and whether we will become so um, enveloped in technology to the point where we completely lose our touch with physical intimacy and humanity. It's happening. Black, Black Mirror. Black, Black Mirror is the best one of all. I, do you know what? I've not watched anywhere near. I. Genuinely, so I've not watched it. Like I, I re- it's one of those things that's on my list. I have to watch. Yeah, Black honestly, Mirror. Jess. I don't because I, I love um, Charlie Brooker. Uh, I think I think he's absolutely amazing, and I've loved every year when he's done them. Um, oh God, what is it that thing he does every year? Week, like a uh, the, yeah, the weekly, yeah, weekly wipe, but it's funny. the year one, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it really is probably the funniest thing on TV when but, he does but, that. Eat Christmas. We are becoming more and more removed from what's in front of us. To, to what's in our hands. Yeah, sure, you, know, you can see it when you walk around, can't you? People just no, looking at their phones. You know, or family do's, that's what scares me. When I go to a family do and people's conversation, when there's a little lull and I'll see people start whipping out their phones and I'm like, it's weird because I've not seen you for maybe six months, some people. I don't really need to currently check what's on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, but some people aren't that interested in seeing you. It's, it's, that's <laughs> the problem, mate. Yeah, that is that is, that is that is what that is essentially what it's almost. It's. I also think that like there's it's, it's, a, there's a genuine addiction. Like I think there is a genuine like without addiction a to shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt, we are. Because I find myself doing it. I am. Yeah, like yeah, I know definitely. I am, and I know that I have recently. Like people have. It's gotten back to the point where people have had to actually kind of point it out and yeah. be like. Like it got, I think my f- a friend of mine told me about a death in the family, and it wasn't a big, you know, event for him. But he told me about it, and I was on my phone at the time. And then later, he told another friend who was in the we were all in the same room, and he said, "Oh yeah, you know, this this someone died." And I went, "Oh, you never told me that." And he was like, "Oh, I did tell you that. You were on your phone at the time. You weren't listening to me." And I was like, "Fuck!" Mm-mm. Like it was a real like. Just like but it, I came online, so to speak, and I was like, oh, "I've got a, I've really got to curb this because this is that's 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 bad." But the fact that you know, I just just I just tuned out. I was clearly I was just too engrossed in whatever it was. I was Mine like, was about two months ago. I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like I was trying to watch something and I couldn't because I couldn't stop checking my phone for mm. nothing. Mm. And I was like, I am. I want to be invested in this movie. Why am I not? I never used to have this problem. I never used to be like, oh, what's going on over here? Mm. Nothing's going on over there. Mum was last night. Like I was like literally at the club. Yeah. And you was going to me, what you're doing, what you're doing, mm. and mm. and I was trying to get a decent mm. photograph of yeah. my arsehole. I sent yeah. to Jess. <laughs> and like. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it, by the way, mate. Thank you ever so much. It was really, I like, was really nice of you as well. Oh, and I like how you, like, you know, you did the lighting and everything. <laughs> Happy face. It's tough. It's <laughs> tough, in, so it's tough <laughs> in nightclub scenarios when you're doing it behind a DJ and you've got your drunk business partner trying to kick you. 
And then and then Chris roundhoused you. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> and that was it. And it the came rest out is... a little bit blurry and I was a bit disappointed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I um, think that's a nice way to end it. <laughs> so I think it is. Let's finish think up my arsehole. Yeah. Amazing. Um, so, just to end, 65% of life died out dinosaurs, equivalent to 10 million Hiroshima bombs. And that oh, was the end of the dinosaurs. What? 10 million Hiroshima bombs? Yeah, 10 million bombs. Hiroshima bombs. That was a little factoid I thought I'd end. Not factoid, actual fact. Roughly about 10 million Hiroshima bombs wiped out 65% of life 65 million years ago. And that's how the dinosaurs ended. And uh, then we all got DT to our phones. I have. I have. <laughs> Is the next. So, and then we all had sex robots. Yeah. So before we started this evening, mm-hmm. um, we started recording at possibly half past eight. Um, you was due to be here a bit earlier than that, and then um, you turned up, and you'd forgot all the recording equipment. I had, yeah. yeah. And um, I had to drive back, yeah, and I was yeah. cursing and hitting you all the way home. Good. And I was yeah. like, How dare you? Good. Yeah can't believe I have to keep driving this stupid car. And, and then and I drank know what? a lot of hours. And I was feeling quite tired Apple. and yeah. I was thinking, right, okay, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do the dinosaurs and because yeah. I'm absolutely shattered. Yeah. Do an hour one. And you're three quarters away for a bottle of sours. <laughs> I've drunk a bottle of wine and we're now drinking beer and it's, it's been the best fucking time. Yeah. It's been so much fun. Yeah, it's, it's been, been great. And it's nearly midnight. Right. On a nearly on a Sunday night. Check us half, out, eh? Half eight to midnight. So I would say that was a long conversation. Did you enjoy <laughs> it? I did. I have had the most oh, cool. amazing time and thank you ever so much for having me. Oh, thank you so um, much for coming on, Jess. Jessica, where can people find out all about you if they want to? So I don't have a website yet and I'm sort of building on it. I don't know how Squarespace is probably the like you know I've heard a lot about Squarespace. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> every, every podcast, yeah. like, Squarespace is not an arsehole, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was in my it was in my Instagram inbox the other night. Um, it's so yeah. You can find me at Jess underscore Megan underscore. Sadly, uh, someone already has the handle Jessica Megan, and they mm. post nothing ever. Oh. And I really want it, but I can't have it. So it's at Jessica underscore Megan underscore. That's where I do most of my Megan spelled M E G A N. Thank you. Um, Jessica, uh, um, and then uh, I'm on Twitter, same at Jess Megan, and I'm on Facebook at Jessica Megan. So pretty much, if you want to find me, just type in Jessica Megan's Google, and I will probably pop up. I'll find your lovely face. It's my my big moon face. <laughs> <laughs> or go to Pip's website and see lots of pretty pictures of you wearing Pip's. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm I'm the sort of I'm the 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 blonde the blonde the blonde. Chili was blonde, wasn't she? So well, she had white hair. Anyway, I was yeah. on that. <laughs> so yeah, that's where you can find me. Type in Jess Megan. Jess, thank you so much for coming from. It's been you, you've had a you've had a mission to come here this evening as well, it haven't did. you? I came I came all the way from uh, Portsmouth. Portsmouth is where they filmed. Uh, the beginning scene of Les Miserables in the dockyard. <laughs> Pompey. Yeah, Pompey. Pompey. So, yeah, that, I've, I've, it's been a mission, but it's been an absolute pleasure and totally worth it. So, thank oh, you I'm so, so glad. much, guys. Even the extra driving that I got you to do as well. <laughs> thank oh, you I just so got to drive back and pick up the equipment now. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, Jess. You're welcome. It was lovely having you. And that's the end. It's all over. Thanks for listening, everyone. That was a a long three hours of your time, so we appreciate it. Um, This is 76 doing the outro.
because Chris and Stu, um, well, as I said at the beginning, they didn't do one, and they're probably at the brush or something. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to everybody on the Distraction Pieces Network, or as I like to call it, the Distraction Pieces Network. Um, Pip, obviously, uh, Susie, Jim, Jason, um, and I'd also like to thank Brad for all his hard work um, behind the scenes, a real unsung superstar. Uh, before I go, I'm going to loop up and leave you with an outtake from the Jess podcast. Enjoy. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. Jess, can you just say um, shit pipe or shit anything? Shit pipe. That's lovely. Shit pipe. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.